What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes and Routes Good Life, coming at you with my daily podcast. That's right. So I'm on my evening med run right now. It's about 9 o'clock. That's about here. Woo! And uh, what a week. It's, it's been a week of hard work in my home, new uh, goals and challenges for myself, and uh, just doing my regular nine to five grind along with my uh, evening business med run, you know, and uh, unlike how I usually do it, haven't been taking a nap all week because I've been trying to get um, my hallway down, looking good, looking beautiful, taking my time. Not done yet, but I did enough today for him to get in my new appliances and uh, <clears throat> and now I can just work from there, you know? Uh, that was like my major issue, just getting everything down so that uh those they can come in and I could kind of not have to pull all of that out to put tile back down you know what I mean so kind of like prepping the area the paint in paint the ceiling all that stuff that is so difficult to do once you have like appliances in place so I took care of that and uh now tomorrow's the holiday guys tomorrow's the holiday so I'm off tomorrow um I would have been off on my, my med runs anyway, but I'm off for my 9 to 5. How about that? Good Friday, man. Going into Easter weekend. And going into my wife's birthday. Yes. We have a birthday girl this weekend that I'm excited to uh, celebrate with. You know? Um, just going out to dinner. Family dinner. Nice restaurant. And uh, we'll watch a movie at home. In our theater, you know. So, that is how my weekend is going to be panning out. And, uh, <clears throat> hopefully, as my weekend goes along, there'll be something, some teaching moment. Something I can uh, talk to you guys about. Something you guys can learn from whatever decisions I make throughout the weekend. You know, I was, uh talking to my buddy Tracy about <clears throat> about the project I'm doing you know and how my wife gives a lot of scrutiny uh, on, on no matter what I do you know but mostly um, on my home projects right and, and it's only because she is not doing them at all she is not participating in the physical labor that she has so much to say. It's, I mean, that's the most case, right? People who are observers can say a whole lot more than people who are down there in the trenches working. It's, I, I, I dealt with that in law enforcement. It's called Monday morning quarterbacking, right? And uh, Monday morning quarterbackers rarely 
see, I mean, unless they're good, <clears throat> rarely see your plan as it is evolving into its process. So, a lot of steps and things that I do in my process, my wife doesn't understand. So, she'll ask some questions and she'll say, why is this? Why is that? I don't like the way this looks and I don't like the way that looks. Um, but at the end of the day, she'll see a whole finished project and she'll say, sir, you did a really nice job. Why don't you do this over here too? Or why don't you do this over there as well? So uh, that's what it is. She says she's visual and I say she has lack of vision. And that's kind of the joke we got going on with that. But... One of the things that Tracy was talking to me about was the same thing. He deals with the same thing with his wife, but that um, he have a strict rule of no deadlines, right? He said no deadlines because deadlines bring a lot of disagreements and a lot of unnecessary pressure when it comes to home projects, right? Um, you could put a deadline on a contractor, right? But if the contractor doesn't finish, it's not like you pay him less, right? You're just less satisfied with the fact that it took him longer to do the job than what he said he was going to do. Well, um, Trace's philosophy is no set deadlines. Then that way, he can do the project, take his time, do whatever research he needs to do uh, uh, to have the project the way he would like it and go from there. And I think that's brilliant. I think that is absolutely brilliant because it puts no pressure on anybody. And it forces the observer to have some patience with the worker who is maybe, in my case, right, I'm not a a daily tile floor layer, right? I just, I'm just a guy with a lot of uh, skills from owning a home, right? When you own a home, you just learn a lot of stuff that you have to do over time. And that's what, uh, that's what basically happened with me. I learned a lot of skills over time just from doing the jobs. Right? I think that is not always the best way to learn, but for me, it is one of those ways that I learn that it sticks to me like a good meal, right? Um, just repetitively doing the process over and over again kind of helps to, to set in my mind of the habits it takes to perfect that craft. I um, talk to people all the time about getting a skill. Whatever skill that is, right? Number one, it should be something that you truly want to do. And number two, it should solve a problem, right? I mean, only time you learn a skill that is not helping anybody else is if you just 
have a little hobby you want to work on. Like you want to whittle some wood or something. Right? But other than that, you know, the skills that you learn, they should, I, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, right? They should have a purpose. Right? Like me laying floors, the skill of laying floors and getting really good at it is I'm saving tens and thousands of dollars working on my home. Period. Tens and thousands of dollars working on my home by perfecting this skill. And the reason why I have to perfect it is because I have to look at this floor for years and years to come. And since I have to look at this floor for years and years to come, of course I want to have it looking the best possible. So, oh boy. So, um, that's why it's important for me to perfect that skill. That skill not only helps me, it helps my home's value, it uh, helps my wife eases her mind so that she's not looking at a, a unfinished project, right? She's looking at something that she likes, something that she enjoys, something that she appreciates. You know, that's important, especially going into like the spring, right? You got a fresh new project in your house for the spring. I think that's very, very important. You know, very, very important. It just gives you a new look. And so, uh, getting that skill down is important for me. What is a skill that is important to you? Something that you enjoy and something that solves a problem. Whether that solves a problem in your life, your personal life, or other people's lives. And, and how valuable is it? You know, when I was running um, a sales business, I was learning copywriting, right? And so, even though I uh, began to work on it, make sales, book sales, and stuff like that for my book, I uh, wasn't super passionate about copywriting only because I didn't feel like I was extremely good at it. And a lot of times when you're not extremely good at something, right, you don't work on it as hard as you should. And I think that's what happened to me. Which, in this case, it may be a blessing because now artificial intelligence can do all your copywriting for you. AI, yes, AI can write you marketing plans and, and and do copywriting for your business to to make sales on your books or whatever projects you want to do. And so, um, yeah, that's amazing, right? So, I am, uh, I don't know whether I'm glad I didn't learn that skill, because I guess if I uh, knew that skill, I could ask more intelligent questions to the AI program and it can write better and better copyright. Not sure, but uh, I know if I would have learned that skill and was replaced by AI, it'd be time that I couldn't get back. So I wouldn't have been happy about that. You know, so 
anyway, um, make sure your skill is important and valuable, but at the same time, make sure it's something that you can enjoy, you can enjoy and appreciate. So, I mean, that's what's on my mind today, man. Just getting better, getting better and better. No matter what age you are, no matter what you're doing, it's always something you can get better at. You know, I am uh, in my 50s and I'm jumping rope, right? Now, I've jumped rope before and and that's some time in my life I was okay at jumping rope. I never mastered it. But now, challenging myself and challenging my body at a whole new level, um, getting good at jumping rope it is a it is a, a something to master it is physically demanding and then mentally developing the habit is also because you feel the impact of your physical body right of what it is doing to you and you get up the next day and you are apprehensive about jumping rope again because of the pain that it puts you through. But I found that with me if I just jump right into it, literally, if I jump right into it, um, I can uh, go ahead and 15 minutes goes pretty fast. Today was day six. And and I'm assuming by day 30, uh, I'll see dramatic changes and my physique, which would then motivate me just to keep going, right, isn't that what it's about, being motivated, being inspired, and being excited about making change, getting a new skill is making change, getting a new skill is making change, so, um, once I settle in a little bit, I am going to, uh, start coding, Yes, I want to start coding. I, I've always wanted to do things with computers. And I always felt to myself that that was at times uh, just beyond my mental level of achieving and being a phenomenal with computers. So... Uh, that is a mental challenge that I want to challenge myself as I'm getting older. I'm going to challenge myself to get physical uh, with the jump rope and everything else and changing my physique and my dynamic of my body and who I am. But to couple that, I want to expand my mind. Right? You got to always be exercising all these different areas of your life, putting pressure on everything so that it grows, right? It may break a little bit in the beginning, stretch a little bit, fracture a little bit in the beginning, but when it comes back together, the bond is strong. I think that is what it is about. It is about breaking down who you are, shattering that person that is inside of you that you've been holding on to for far too long, and replacing it with someone new. One piece at a time. One piece at a time. So, 
that's what I'm doing, guys. You know, I am. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna wrap it up because I do have some studying to do. Right? I have some uh, Spanish and some Portuguese to to work on. Another way of expanding my mind and and putting myself through um, all types of uh, mental pressure. So that I can remain sharp as I grow old. Anyway, <clears throat> hopefully you guys learned something from all this babbling I was doing today for the last 16, 17 minutes. Um, if you have, man, give me a shout out. Social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, Reddit, Blogger. And if I say something that inspires you or, uh, or, or woke you up, make you to have some deep thoughts about some change that you need to make in your life, then also check out my book because it's full of that. Alright, top 25 mistakes and routes of good life on lieutenantsalblue.com and if you're a listener more than you are a reader, start reading, but if you're a listener more than a reader, I also have an audio book for you guys of the same title, top 25 mistakes and routes of good life. So check me out at lieutenantsalblue.com and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. This is season two, episode 174. Deuces.